going on everyone welcome to episode four of how to win in fitness today's episode i am super super excited about but real quick why does this podcast exist again this podcast exists because i believe that the problem in fitness is not that people don't know how to work out that might be an element but the deepest problem in fitness, the biggest reason that people aren't reaching their goals is something deeper. It's something that's going on in the mindset that is causing people to not succeed. So this is your host, Caleb Bell, and I'm excited to be with you all today. Today's episode is all about identity and the power of identity and the power of the way we see ourselves and how that affects so much in our lives. You know, when I was 19, I was a server at Olive Garden in Kenosha, Wisconsin. That was my second job I ever had. And overall, it was a great experience, Um, especially since I was able to eat probably 9,487,000 breadsticks that summer. (laughs) It was dangerous, but it was delicious. But on the real, I think that serving is something that everyone should do at some point in their life because I think it teaches us a lot of people skills. Anyways, during my couple of years that I was a server there, there's one particular moment that stands out to me the most. It was a busy Friday night and I was already a little stressed and overwhelmed. The weekends are always crazy at Olive Garden. I had just got sat at a new table. It was a couple, probably in their mid-40s. And right away, the gentleman was a little cold kind of snippy, kind of standoffish. And I remember as I was taking their drink order, he made some joke (laughs) that just went right over my head. I totally missed the joke. I had no idea what he was saying. And so I, you know, responded with an uncomfortable laugh, took their drink order and just kind of scurried away from the table. But I remember as I was leaving the table, I could hear him say uh, in a quiet voice to his wife, geez, this guy's got no personality. Man, give us a new server. And for the weeks to follow, I just remember that comment made by that guy sticking with me. I remember it hurting really bad. And for me, that comment changed the way I viewed myself, my identity, if you will. When he said those words, what I actually was hearing was, you're boring, you're no fun. You're not likable. For the next few years, anytime something wouldn't go my way in in a social environment, I would remind myself, oh yeah, well, of course you would act that way, Caleb, because you're boring. You remember? I began to almost expect myself to act uninteresting because at the deepest core of of who I was, that's, that's how I saw myself as uninteresting. And... I began to almost choose to to be dull and, and boring. I almost found ways to to live out this identity that that I thought was me. And it was really hard. <laughs> and so this this power of identity is is at play in every area of our life. And so t- take a look at any high level professional athlete and how this reality of identity has positively shifted their performance. This, if you talk to any performance coach, if you talk to any coach that has worked with any high, high, high caliber professional athlete, I can almost guarantee you they're all going to talk about this idea. 
Let's take Michael Jordan, for example. How did Michael Jordan see himself? Did Michael Jordan see himself as average, mediocre, subpar, quote-unquote, just another player? No. MJ saw himself as the greatest. He didn't even say, I'm trying to become the greatest. He said he is the greatest. Therefore, he thought, talked, acted like the greatest. He practiced and played like the greatest. Now, when Michael would do something that doesn't align with being the greatest, it would deeply upset him and disturb him. Imagine if he was playing a championship game and he missed the game-winning shot that would have caused him to win, right? I guess you can't have a game-winning shot that wouldn't cause you to win. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Now, if he, if he missed that, he would have responded in his mind with this idea that, man, that's not what the greatest NBA player does. The greatest NBA player does not miss shots. Yet I missed. Man, what's going on here? And he would begin to respond and practice in such a way to make sure that that type of thing wouldn't happen again. But imagine if he just saw himself as, as average, just, just another player. And an average player who misses a game-winning shot is much more likely to respond with, well, I'm average after all, so it's not that big of a deal that I, that I missed the shot because that's what average players do. Even though they might not say those exact words out loud or in their mind, that's what they're subconsciously feeding themselves because they're quote-unquote average. But if you see yourself as great, which Michael Jordan did, then man, he responded as greatness would respond. So how does all this apply to your fitness journey? You might be wondering. Caleb, cool. You're talking about Michael Jordan and being a server at Olive Garden. I thought this was a fitness podcast. Well, it is. And here's how it applies. I have personally seen the power of identity derail someone off their journey, but I've also seen it raise people to new heights that they've never experienced it before. Let's think about this for a second. If someone genuinely sees themselves as not fit, then they will subconsciously liberate themselves to behave as not fit. When they miss a workout, they can get away with, well, I'm not fit anyways, so it's not that big of a deal. When they struggle to persevere, when every part of them is saying to stop their workout, or when they wake up and every part of them is saying, just skip it, go buy yourself a big box of donuts, it's fine. They can get away with that because after all, they're not fit. They might be trying to become fit, but they have labeled themselves as not fit. When they go through the moments that are really, really hard to push through, they respond with, well, of course this is going to be hard for me. Of course I can't fight these feelings. I'm, I'm not fit. Maybe once I'm fit, then it'll be a lot easier to push through. And so no matter what the struggle is, if you have labeled yourself as not fit, you will rationalize every poor decision you make because you're unfit, quote unquote. But y'all, check this out. And this is so huge. This, I think, is one of the most powerful things we could ever talk about in this podcast. Being fit is a mindset, not an actual 
physical fitness reality. I promise you, I promise you, this is the truth. We often treat it as if once we reach a certain weight, then maybe we can label ourselves as fit. Once I'm consistent for long enough, for a full six months, then I can label myself as fit. Once I look this way, then I can label myself as fit. But this is such a limiting belief that I promise you, if you take hold of this belief that you're going to reach a quote unquote fit level at a certain point, then you will get derailed. I promise you. But, 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 but on the flip side, oh boy, this is where the magic happens. What if you genuinely, and I mean, not just this surfacey affirmation, but what if deep, deep down inside of your heart, soul, you actually saw yourself as fit? What would happen? What would happen? I believe you would begin subconsciously behaving and thinking as a quote unquote fit person does. When you just got off work and you're tired and you have kids at home and so many responsibilities to um, get to and you just feel awful, you feel like crap, you might come this mindset um, of man, I don't, I don't really want to work out today. I'm just smoked. I'm exhausted. Then you'll be reminded, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm fit. I'm fit. How do fit people behave? Yeah, man, fit people push through when they want to quit. Fit people keep going when they feel a bit beaten down. That moment when you realize your, your true identity, wow, I am fit. When you realize this, that will actually carry you through when all motivation is lost. Team, what you believe about yourself, your identity, man, this has the power to crush you. But it also has the power to build you up into something incredible. And team, I know this might feel abstract. I know it might feel like something that isn't really that important. It kind of feels like this far off, distant, mystical type mindset that I want you to have. But I, I promise you, and I, and I think the reason I can use the word promise is because I've just seen it. I've, I've seen it time and time and time again in myself, but also a lot of different people. This, this difference of, of mindset towards their identity. And so what's next? You know, this portion of each episode, what's next? And I, I love this portion because I think it will give you a practical tool to move forward. So here's what I want you to do. On a scale of one to 10, 10 being fit and one being unfit, where would you currently rate yourself? How do you see yourself on a scale of one to 10? And be ruthlessly honest. Don't rate yourself where you want to be. Rate yourself where you actually are. Now, once you come up with an honest analysis, I'll then challenge you to ask yourself, okay, this is where I believe I'm at. But how would a 10 behave? How would a 10 act? And how would a 10 think? 
Because again, fitness is all relative. And I believe no matter who you are, maybe you haven't worked out in literally 40 years. I believe that you have the option to see yourself as a 10. (laughs) And if you see yourself as a 10, then you will be a 10. If you see yourself as a two, then you will be a two. Now, team, don't just think about this. I want you to grab a journal, grab a piece of paper, write this down. Where, where are you actually at? Now, let me take this one step further to show you the power of what I'm talking about right now. I have witnessed people who from a, a body fat percentage and a performance perspective are like absolutely killing it. They are killing it. Most people only see themselves as about a five on the scale of one to 10. On the flip side, I've seen others who have a higher body fat percentage than this person and could objectively be seen as quote unquote less fit than that first person I was talking about. Yet this person sees themselves as a 10. So what's going on here? Like how, how can that be? Why is this? Identity, identity, it's the way they perceive themselves. It's the way they see themselves. I've literally coached these two types of people over a a few month period. I had a couple people start at the same time and the person who sees themselves as a 10, even though you could theoretically argue that they're less fit, they're the person who stuck with it. They're the person who kept going. And the person who saw themselves as a five kind of fell off the wagon. So again, team, do this. I I want you to actually take this what's next portion of this podcast seriously because I think it's huge. It can be easy to absorb information all day long, especially podcasts. I know I struggle with that. I listen to a lot of podcasts. It's easy to listen and to hear what your coaches are saying in your fitness classes or to watch YouTube videos or to have conversations with friends. We are professional absorbers of information, if you will. But do we apply it? Do we take it to the next level? Are you actually changing your life? If you feel stuck, do these things. I promise you they work. Whew. That, my friends, is a wrap. That's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for joining us again on how to win in fitness. Don't give up. Keep going. You have what it takes. Believe it. Believe it. I'm here for you, and I'm excited to see you rise to new levels in your fitness journey. This is your host, Caleb Bell, signing off.